Welcome back, Galactic Groovers. I'm Andrea Land, your grooming goddess. And you know, I have to tell you something funny right off the bat. Um, I'm probably going to be changing back to my maiden name soon, which is funny because I didn't like it when I was younger. I felt like Land was an upgrade, and it kind of fits with the whole grid work Gaia daughter thing. But I w <laughs> I've realized over the last six months that my maiden name of Mossman, M-O-S-S-M-A-N, is also pretty rad as a grid worker. And I've had more than one uh, person tell me that it sounds like a superhero. So um, I think I'm going to be going back to that soon. But at any rate, uh, what we have going right now, here and now, I want to tell you content warning. For anyone who doesn't want to talk about um, war, uh, protests, people being shot, those sorts of things, because I'm going to tell you a story and then a few other stories of examples in my life where the automatic protection system, which is from me internally from my energy it comes from my solar plexus it acts like a force field and it's part of how i knew two years ago that i could start expanding out my energy farther so that we could cover the earth the reason i'm going to tell you this story right now is because i'm also going to tell you how to do this a lot of you have already worked with me in meditations or with sessions about expanding out your love field and i put up lots of content about it my love expansion uh it's really light codes in action is what it is but i just call it a love expansion dance and the music that i created for all of that so the point of all of that is is to allow those of you who want to be able to do whatever you can to help protect innocent lives in the conflicts happening around the world this can also be used in times of extreme weather events pretty much anything that puts a lot of people in harm's way i have been practicing with this consciously for over two years now before that it used to just happen to me unconsciously i would often be in a place adjacent to an event or crisis or something happening where I would not be aware that I was there to be a shield, but I was there to be a shield and I was always safe and uh, as bad as whatever it was seemed to be, there was direct obvious evidence that that shield made a difference and helped. This is how I have worked with some of the hurricanes over this last year. This is how I help with fires and storms and uh, smoke and all of the various things that we face as humans on this planet. So, and, and see, the thing is, is I'm not claiming I'm doing this all by myself, all right? There are a lot of us who are connected to each other on this crystalline grid, and there are a lot of us all over the world who are these people, who are these people who are here to be a shock absorber, a shield, a 
when these things happen. So getting ahead of myself, but let's go back to October, 2020. My romantic partner at the time was a lovely Nigerian man, musician, pop star, beautiful soul. And we had every intention of being together. And then a pandemic happened. <laughs> he had written me an entire, uh, EP to propose and express his love for me. And that was published and, you know, things were going along pretty well before the pandemic happened and life just got too hard in both of our mutual locations for there to be much hope for us to get to be together. And it all, as things tend to do, turned out to be for the best that we parted ways later. But part of the start of the end <laughs> were the uh, protests that were meant to end SARS, S-A-R-S, in Nigeria. SARS in Nigeria is not uh, the bird flu. SARS in Nigeria is a strategical police force that is more like um, a corrupt uh, mob sanctioned by the government who harass people plant drugs on them, take their phones, arrest them for all sorts of made up reasons. Uh, just, it goes on and on assaulting women. Um, I mean, I could go on for days about how bad it was, but it's bad enough that a country that is very authoritarian already and has fairly strict laws about everything, uh, the youth had enough. And so they started having protests in October of 2020. Um, meanwhile, my romantic partner at the time, he had been uh, away from Lagos, the uh, ma major city, the most major city in Nigeria. He had been back in his hometown. There was a a wedding or something and um, I don't even remember now he was traveling back um, by bus from there and when you um, travel like that most of the time you lock up all of your stuff in the boot of the bus because otherwise people will try to steal it and more likely than that other passengers would be, uh, the police, the SARS force would stop vehicles and just, you know, it was basically a shakedown. They would just go through and take people's stuff. Oh, you have a phone? You must be a drug dealer. Give me the phone. <laughs> Those sorts of harassments. So people would generally lock up their stuff in the boot. For some reason this time he chose to keep his phone on him and, uh, he would wind up losing that and that was sort of the beginning of the end for us because it made communication very difficult. I could not help him get a new one, yada, yada, yada. So I'm skirting around the thing I don't want to talk about, but what wound up happening is, uh, he had no intention of being at the protest just because, you know, he's 
he wasn't 20 like the protesters and he um, knew the risk of being there. However, traveling back and the bus that he's on gets caught up in the middle of the protests. Uh, meanwhile, I am here and he and I, honestly, anybody who's with me, I have this kind of connection with them, but he was the first one who was also aware of it on his end and could feel it. So I'm here knowing that he should be getting home soon and getting kind of worried because it's very dangerous to travel there between the Boko Haram and then the police force and, you know, other criminals. It's like not exactly the safest place to travel, uh, by road, roadway. So I was here worried, but I was, you know, trying to just not let my imagination go to the worst places. Right. And I had no idea what was going on there. And I am laying here and I'm I'm smelling gunpowder. I'm hearing screaming. I'm, you know, feeling that chaos energy. And then uh, I didn't hear from him for quite a while until after I was aware of what had happened there. And what had happened there is that that bus got caught up in the protests. And it was the protest where the police opened fire. They just opened fire on the crowds. And so everybody had to run for cover, uh, you know, evacuate the bus basically and just run wherever they could. Um, nobody in his vicinity was hurt, was trampled, was shot. He was safe. And while all that was happening, in my, what I thought was a dream at the time, or vision that I was having, uh, we were linked up and our mutual unconditional love fields, this force field that emanates from our solar plexus. And when I say our, I don't just mean him and I, I mean, everybody can do this. Everybody has the potential and ability to do this and cultivate this. And I bet if you're here and you're listening to this, you're intuitive enough that you have had an experience where you should have been hurt, but weren't. And that it was almost like something protected you from falling hard or protected you from being hit harder by the other car or whatever the incident was. So when, uh, when that happened, um, that's when I started to realize, oh, this is something that I can control. And this isn't just for my personal benefit, because around the same time, I had had a few experiences where uh, I, I would have like these fender benders because, it, you know, you rem if you remember during that first year of the pandemic when there were no vaccines and everybody was all mad and freaked out and scared and everything, um, people were just a little more on edge and there was a lot more of everything, a lot more accidents, uh, 
a lot more 911 calls. And so, but people, like I would feel them hit me, but they wouldn't actually hit me. And we would both kind of look at each other like, what just happened? And we'd look at our cars and be like, all right, well, um, okay then. Thank you. <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> so that had already happened to me. And so when the, I think it was the Lucky Gate, when the protests happened where he happened to be there, we felt this and saw it happen and saw that um, less people were harmed than would have been. And I'm sure you're saying somewhere in your logical brain, how can that be true? How do you know that? You have no way of knowing that. I do to some degree because you can look at footage of gunfire, um, who was hurt and who wasn't, those sorts of things and see, okay, there were a lot more bullets and it, you know, you can tell that based on the density of the crowd, how many shots were fired, how many people were firing the the chaos of it just everything that happened and the geographical location of where he was with his bus and then the rest of the greater scene how fewer number of people were harmed um as a matter of fact i think it's like nobody literally nobody people lost some stuff he lost his phone and the whole thing and that's why um, I think I already said that. Yeah, that's why he couldn't contact me for a while. So after that, that's when I realized I needed to start learning to work with this energy because I could see that there was going to be a lot more chaos coming down the pike. Pipe, pike, pipe. It would be pipe. Yeah, because a pike would not be the right thing. Uh, that would be <laughs> a roadway or uh, a fish. So I started working with that energy and over time I could see where in my past, when I was not consciously aware of this happening, that I was put in proximity to things for the same purpose. For instance, the horrible shooting in Vegas, the mass shooting, I was in Vegas uh, for that. I was off strip at an Airbnb. I wound up staying in that night when I had actually planned to go to dinner because my friends that I was there with had left and I was there by myself. I was going to take myself to the Mandalay Bay and go to the buffet and do all that. And my better angels told me, no, you're not. And so I stayed at the Airbnb condo and ordered in. And it wasn't until around two or three o'clock in the morning, people started texting and calling and completely freaked out, checking on me that I knew that anything had happened. I had heard a bunch of sirens, but you know, it was Vegas. I didn't really think a whole lot of it at the time when I heard the sirens because I was far enough away that, you know, I couldn't tell what was happening really. So, uh, 
as disprove, you know, as unable to prove that as I am, I would be willing to bet if I had some way to survey other people who happened to be visiting there at that time but weren't on the scene, um, that there are others. There are others who are these shields, are these shock absorbers in emergencies and in chaos. So after the Nigeria protests and that experience, I realized, oh, I can use this in a much bigger way. So this is why I began working on covering Earth's ionosphere with my energy. This is to shield from the solar effects. This is why I began working with storms and areas of, uh, you know, tragedy, basically. Um, places where innocent lives were going to be hurt because of either uh, natural disasters or uh, violence. So, <laughs> um, here we are now. And I think, I can't remember if I've made that video public yet because it was a Patreon only thing. I will have to go in and check. If it is unlisted, I will make it public. So there is my first Patreon video where I talk about how me and others uh, did grid work during Hurricane Ida and how we protected life, basically. Uh, it's not about preserving property or anything like that. It's simply uh, protecting as much life as possible, those who are not choosing to go yet. So um, I go into great detail about that experience, how it happened, uh, what was going on during that. And I have continued to do this over the last year because it took me about six months, I would say, to really understand it and feel like I could use it well. And then last year was a learning process of figuring out how to use it specifically for different purposes, which I continue to work on. So what I do know, though, is that what we can do and what you can do with your unconditional love. It's going to make me emotional. Um, the unconditional love we all have inside of us. Even if sometimes it's like a dying ember because you have so many wounds or so many worries or so many survival burdens or so many or your cup is just empty, you know? Uh, sometimes it can seem like just this teeny tiny little, little dying ember, but it's there. I promise you. It is there. We have the ability to tap into that feeling, to tap into that frequency, and cultivate it within ourselves, and then send that energy elsewhere to protect people and to protect innocent lives. So let's talk about it. 
that feeling of unconditional love. It may not be a feeling you have for yourself right now. That is something that we all struggle with. That is part of self-love. Learning to love ourselves, all of ourselves, even the parts that we don't like or we're ashamed of or we try to hide from or hide from others or even hide from ourselves. Loving yourself with an awareness of all of that, having compassion for yourself, that is unconditional love. Sometimes we are not completely able to do that about ourselves, but there is most likely uh, an animal friend, a child, a partner, a family member, uh, someone you admire. They don't even necessarily have to be a personal acquaintance of yours or personal relationship of yours, uh, nature, a place, all of these things can generate that feeling of unconditional love, that feeling of joy and bliss at their presence, whatever it is, whoever they are. And no bit of judgment or uh, unhealthy attachment or any of the icky stuff, right? Just the good stuff, just the love, just that love frequency. So breathing in source energy through your crown and breathing out Rose Quartz love frequency, that unconditional love surround yourself in a bubble of that and this is your personal shield this is your personal love sphere once you have that and you are doing that you are breathing in that source energy and breathing out that love and you feel yourself surrounded by that warm loving accepting, beautiful, supporting, universal love energy. Now take your hands and continue to breathe out that unconditional love frequency and form a ball in your hands of that energy. Eyes closed or open, it doesn't matter. Whatever allows you best to feel, see, hear, however you experience energy. It does help to visualize if you're learning this and you're practicing. So see yourself building this beautiful ball of that energy. And then take your hands as if you are holding an actual ball, maybe a big beach ball, something light, not heavy like a rock or a basketball. And take a big deep breath and then use your hands to launch that baby and send it directly where you want to. Whether it's a hurricane area, a tornado watch, a severe storm, an earthquake, an eruption, or a country that's being invaded, terrorist activity. Take your pick. We have a lot to choose from, but I think, you know, presently the invasion is probably what's on most people's minds. And this is a way for us to do that, for us to have an energetic effect. And I can also tell you that when you practice this 
areas of great turbulence will calm down. People, governments, um, conflicts will calm down and de-escalate. So I fully believe that the more of us who do this, the more we can bring a swifter end to these sorts of events in human uh, experience. So once you have launched that and sent it where it needs to go, I want you to see that ball, however big you made it in your mind as you were holding it with your hands. I want you to see that expand out as large as it needs to be to cover the area that you are sending it to. And know that that is permanent now, that you have sent that unconditional love energy that you have generated from your place of power, your solar plexus, and launched to that area. This rose quartz frequency is a passive transmuting energy. It does not violate anyone's sovereignty. It just blesses everything it touches with unconditional love, which in itself is a magic elixir to fix many, many things. I am not claiming that we're going to be able to end an entire conflict of epic proportions with major superpowers, but I am telling you that we can help turn down the volume on it and protect many innocent lives by doing this trying to think if I feel like I have explained this enough and you can do this every day if you want there's no uh, limit to it the biggest thing to remember is that flow of energy breathing in the source energy through your crown and sending out that unconditional love from your solar plexus This allows you to have that energy flowing through you and not get depleted. I have never had any negative physical, emotional, or mental effects from this practice. I have only had positive ones. I feel like my engaging in this on a regular basis has been a good part of the reason that my extremely broken and damaged body has healed so much over the last year and a half so you don't need to worry that you're not doing it enough or that you're doing it too much if you choose to do that and it helps you to feel empowered to help others it will not harm you in any way and if you're having any trouble with it or need help figuring it out feel free to dm me you can join my patreon for five dollars and have access to everything so uh, those are some tools that I wanted to give everybody to amplify this unconditional love that is stronger. This 7D love frequency is stronger than any other thing we have access to, at least as individual sovereign beings who aren't part of the controlling levels of world governments. I will make sure that that Hurricane Ida video is public on my YouTube channel at Grooving Goddess. 
and my Patreon is Grieving Goddess, all of that stuff. I'm not even going to put any ads or bullshit on here. I really just wanted it, not that my ads are bullshit, but you know what I mean. Uh, no frills, just putting this out there so that people feel empowered now. I love you all. I am so proud and grateful and blessed <laughs> and privileged to be connected with all of you and to have you as listeners, to have you as patrons, to have you as partners in this mission that we are here to complete, that we are here to help facilitate during this time of great uh geological, celestial, and human upheaval. What I can tell you is that it is going to get better. It absolutely is going to get better. And I would like to point out that every time I've said that, it has gotten better. So, uh, without going into a whole lot of specifics, I'm not saying, you know, I'm, uh, the authority on everything, but I have a pretty good track record of when it's time to be worried and when not. So everything is going to be all right. We all saw a lot of these things coming and we have done the work in advance of them to be able to help assist with the greatest good. I love you all and I hope you have a better day, a better week, a better month, and you begin to feel more empowered every day by having this tool in your tool belt. So much love to you all. This song is about me, and I'm pretty proud of that. This is Gray Frank with Your Body Correct. You can find the rest of his music on all the music platforms. Enjoy. They call me Negri. Tell them high, make sure. 
she actualize This booty I must have colonized So tell me why you kinda feel like Voltron Because he holds some Flicky change to control some One biggie done Diggy baked for the whole squad The ball be there Tom Flicky plays with the cross On the road to crazy Party parano